Podcast One presents Off the Vine Great Therapy. Caitlin Bristow is going to answer your questions, drink to your confessions, and hear what you have to say about anything Bachelor. Let's shake it up some more. Here's Caitlin. Hello. Welcome to Grape Therapy. Do you know what made me think of that? Is Do you guys remember Offspring? I mean, if you're my age, you definitely remember the band Offspring. But remember the beginning of their CDs? It was always like, welcome to Americana. Welcome to Americana. Please make your selection followed by the pound sign now. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> 90s child. Anyways, welcome to Grape Therapy. Your session is now starting. I was going to drink tequila based on my guest I'm having on today, but so many wineries in my homeland hooked me up, so I was never empty. So I was never empty for my podcast. Very Canadian of them. So thank you, Quailsgate Winery in Kelowna, British Columbia, for the Chardonnay I'm about to consume. And by about to, I mean I have been for the last hour. Maybe longer, actually. I cooked dinner for my mom and Rob tonight. A little chicken chow mein. A healthy chicken chow mein. Uh, I should not. I should write a cookbook. Who am I, Chrissy Teigen? No, but I try. Anyways, I'm going to address the rumors here. Okay? <laughs> Silly tabloids thinking I would comment to them when I have a platform like my podcast to speak for myself. <laughs> so funny. I had about four media outlets in my mailbox asking for comments on um, them speculating a breakup between the booth stows. Um, I'll also be calling a man who is very passionate about tabloids and uh, has a really fun, positive way of looking at magazines who gossip. Spencer Pratt, a.k.a. Pratt Daddy, will join me soon. Also, side note, my mom always calls him Chris Pratt. <laughs> and she was like, do you want me to be on the podcast? Like, oh, I can talk to Chris Pratt and ask him about his kid. I'm like, mom, it's Spencer. Anyways, about rumors. Okay. To be honest, <laughs> I really didn't think I would have to do this, but also I, I shouldn't be surprised. I was on a reality show that showed me getting engaged to somebody. People become invested in us and our love story. I haven't been wearing my engagement ring and without even noticing myself, but people have pointed out apparently I haven't been liking his photos on Instagram. <laughs> so tabloids and people, I mean, I guess they have to speculate. It makes sense. First of all, I hate that we have to base people's happiness off Instagram likes. <laughs> when I started seeing that, I was like, oh, come on, 2018. Like, why are we basing people's happiness and relationships on Instagram likes? I haven't been liking my sister's or my best friend's photos either because to be honest I've kind of been doing like a little social media cleanse for myself and I've been avoiding scrolling social media altogether but I mean no one's going to notice if I don't like my sister's post no one's going to notice if I don't like my best friend's post uh, but naturally because they've I mean most of pe most of you guys follow me to um see my relationship with Sean. So I understand. Uh, but I just hate that if I don't post or talk about Sean or like photos, people have to start gossiping. Again, I want to be very understanding and open to this whole situation because it's obviously a tough world for me to navigate being in the public eye. It's not like I've been doing this my whole life. It just feels hard that I feel like I constantly have to explain myself and and let strangers in while I'm, I'm completely letting strangers in because I love sharing parts of my life with you guys. So it gets really tricky because it's it's a, 
a, a blessing and a curse, if you will, more of a blessing. I don't want to seem like negative Nancy over here because um, I have chosen this path. I just had no idea that it would be what it is. Um, no one can really prepare you when you go on a show like The Bachelor. And to be honest, when I went on, I was like, ah, you know, I might go home night one. Maybe nobody will remember who I am in a few months. Um, like best case scenario, I find love, but I know how reality TV works. You, you know, it's your 15 minutes of fame. People stop caring. Um, so I have to also be grateful that people do still care about us and our relationship and what's going on. So um, as I cannot respond to every question on Twitter and Instagram of why I'm not wearing my ring, are you still with Sean? Because if I really took the time and responded to all of the people, I'd be living my life on social media instead of working on myself. Like sometimes I don't even know people are asking this many questions until my friends and family message me and they're like, what's going on? Why is everybody saying this? But let me just say, I, I really have been trying not to scroll social media and just sit there and like, 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 like all these photos because I'm working on myself all the time. And working on myself is my most valuable investment. With that being said, I did some research on tabloids. <laughs> you guys are like, can you just get to the point? But no, this is a podcast. Okay, you gotta listen. Did you know that Jennifer Aniston has been on 27 different magazine covers with circles around her tummy stating she's pregnant? That's 27 covers, not including ones where she's like on the sides of the covers or she's not on the cover, but she's inside the magazine or on the covers. Like she's been on many more covers, just, you know, not saying um, she's pregnant. It's never like happy, beautiful. It's like she's alone. She can't keep a guy. She's pregnant and alone. All that other bullshit. Anyways, I just want to say something, and this comes with like, I'm, I'm having empathy, but I also can't understand because I'm not on Jennifer Aniston's uh, level. Let's be real. Can you imagine being a woman in your 40s, having like paparazzi, I mean, a woman of any age, shape, size, anything, having paparazzi try and get you at every angle imaginable just to get one image where you didn't look flat as a board, your stomach didn't look flat, you didn't look, you know, and then putting a huge red circle around it saying, she must be pregnant. Like right now, I just ate a load of chow mein. If someone took a picture, I'd look at least four months. But like... <laughs> Women's bodies are all built differently. And luckily, like I said, I'm not on Jennifer Aniston's level because I think I would self-destruct and I can, I consider myself to have thick skin, but it's just, there's so much pressure on women in the world. And then now all of a sudden we live in this like, like a fame obsessed world where people follow and like, and want what other people have and it's just there's so much pressure on I mean I don't even want to take it away from men too because I think there's just pressure on people in general um, whether you have a platform or not to look good feel good be your best self always be on be on your a-game and it's just when you're when you're under scrutiny and pictures are being taken and rumors are being started like I just can't imagine being on on that level so here it is okay here's the truth I'm in Canada because every single year I have made a promise to myself and my family that I will come up every August and enjoy downtime with the people that I love in a country that I love. Family is so important to me. Relationships in general are very important to me. I put relationships first. 
I think a lot of times people can be motivated by careers or other. I am motivated by relationships. I value close friends. I value family and I value the people close to me. Sean did not come up with me because the guy just bought a gym. He bought a business. He has started something huge. He is the most dedicated person I've ever met. He is so dedicated to making this booth camp run smoothly be successful and have people leave that gym feeling better than when they came in. And that means if you start a business, if you start anything, he's going to have to be there for months, maybe even a year of just like really committing himself to that. And he's going to have to be there all the time. He has fitness events that he needs to be at while running a gym. He has to travel. And when he did have time to come here to Canada. I'm actually going to do events myself that I need to travel for. We are both so busy. And unfortunately, that means that we are spending all of this time apart. Now, if you've ever been a person who is running a successful brand or business and with someone who is doing the same, but in a different career path, you know that times can be tough. You're both always away. You're exhausted at the end of the day. Sometimes the relationship isn't being put first. But does that mean, oh, you call it quits? No, you love the shit out of each other and you work through it and you work on yourselves to be better. And you know that times aren't always going to be smooth sailing. You know that times aren't always going to be tough. You just have to kind of get through those hurdles and enjoy the good times. But I mean, do you really want to be there for anyone's hard times on social media? Like, do you follow myself and Sean to see our hard times? No, absolutely not. You want to see us happy. So it's it's like we don't want to overshare. But Sean and I are 110% committed to each other. And yes, we are still together. Did that just how long did that just take me to? Oh, 10 minutes. That took me 10 minutes to get there. Yes, we're still together. Uh, Hey guys, I've got some questions for you to think about. Why can a car park itself these days, but we have to drive across town to take a test drive if we want to try a new car? Why can we get approved for a mortgage in lightning speed, but buying a new car takes an entire day? How can an at-home test service tell my entire ancestry for the past millennium, but I can't see the price of a new car until I purchase it? Well, these are all excellent questions, and the people at Hyundai have wondered the exact same things. That's why they're making it all possible with the new Shopper Assurance Program. The program is based on four pillars— First, transparent pricing for convenience because knowing the price is always better than guessing the price. Second, flexible test drive that comes to you so you get to find the Hyundai that you love and they bring it to you. Third, streamlined purchase for efficiency. Saving time is saving money. And finally, a three-day worry-free exchange. Peace of mind after you buy a car. What more could you possibly want? The future of car buying is available today with the Shopper Assurance Program. It's not just car buying made easier. It's a chance to feel confident, respected, in control, and at ease while making a great decision. So visit HyundaiUSA.com slash Shopper Assurance for all the information. That's HyundaiUSA.com slash Shopper Assurance. If you have ever heard of a relationship that doesn't go through hurdles, please let me know send me an email because I'd love to have these people on my podcast and say, congratulations, you alien. Like it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. 
just because relationships go through a tough time when people are like so busy, it's just, it's life. And I hope anybody out there who is younger and listening and has tough times in their relationship, like I think a a big part of our world and our time that we're living in is that relationships give up very easily. And I don't want to be that person. And I know Sean doesn't want to be that person to give up. Um, so we are committed <laughs> and we are together. And as for the ring, I think a lot of people are noticing. I mean, if you are a listener of Off the Vine, thank you. <laughs> I'll thank you. Yeah, th- here's the truth. I don't feel like we are an engaged couple some of the time because engaged people plan a wedding. When you ask when's the date, we say, oh, we think this date. And then you look at this and this. And Sean told me the second we got into the limo after his proposal that he's like, that is not the way I ever planned to to get down on one knee. He didn't want to do it five minutes after I broke up with another guy who had just proposed to me. Pretty understandable stuff. So we always decided to take off the ring at some point or just like get engaged again so that I won't see it coming. Um, Will that be anytime soon? Probably not. Probably not. I don't ever want Sean to feel pressure. I don't ever want to feel pressure. So please, please don't tell him to hurry up and repropose again. Because <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> let me, let me nag him. No, I'm just kidding. I just know that when we do get reengaged, is that a thing? <laughs> Did I just make that word up? Because I'm pretty sure we're the only people in the world to get reengaged. But that's what. That's when we will have answers and that's when we will be able to give you guys a wedding date and everyone has different paths in life. And just because you see other couples doing something when they get engaged or when they get together and it's this like structure of you do this and then you do this and then you do this and then you have kids and then you have another kid and then you do this. It doesn't mean that's right for us. Um, And I know whoever is out there and who is invested in us and our happiness knows that like, I'm excited to write our own story. I love sharing things with you guys, but I also appreciate you guys understanding our journey may be different and we're both committing to making this work no matter what you read, no matter what you hear, no matter what you base happiness on with social media, just know that we are two very dedicated, committed people who We'll be honest with you. I'm doing this podcast because I want to be honest. Are things, oh, it's so great. Things are hard. But I want to tell you that we are together and we are committed. And if there is ever something that happens that I feel like, well, the world's going to find out anyways, you will hear it here first, okay? You're not going to read it on somebody's blog or a gossip magazine or uh, media outlets, which I just have to reiterate that like, I totally understand that that's their jobs. And maybe I should appreciate more of just like the fact that it's three years after the show and I'm still able to like have people be invested. Just know that if something happens. I love sharing certain things with you guys. And if I feel that people need to know, I will 110% share it either on my podcast or with Sean or anything. We will, we will share news that we feel like people need to know. Okay. I feel, I feel better. I can't believe I haven't had a sip of this Chardonnay this whole time. Stand by. Enough of this serious talk. Like what am I? Oprah? 
Anyway, seriously, enough of this serious heart-to-heart stuff. I'm glad I can do that with you guys. I'm sure I'm having people listen right now that are not podcast listeners. (laughs) So I hope I just, I I hope I cleared things up for people and that you can understand and just like, I mean, we're just such real people. (laughs) You know, I don't think Jennifer Aniston has to go on a podcast and, you know, 27 times that she's on the cover explain herself, but I just feel like I have... um, obviously a different fan base, if you will. But I feel like my off the vine listeners are more of a family. I feel like people that are bachelor um, fans, I feel like are very loyal. I feel like I understand that I owe people some sort of explanation because you guys care. But sometimes it does scare me. Let me just say this. (laughs) When people say, if Sean and Caitlin break up, love is dead. I will not blah, blah. I'm like, please don't put that pressure on us, guys. Come on now. If your hearts are going to break, think about ours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm saying. Okay, we need to get Pratt Daddy, Spencer Pratt, on the phone. I've got a game I need to play with him that has to do with tabloids, because come on, it's, it's Spencer. And talk about his positive spin on tabloids, how him and Heidi have dealt with being on covers of every magazine with rumors constantly swirling. Let's call him up, shall we? I was like, I need to call Spencer because one, you're hilarious. Two, you have a great outlook on tabloids. And three, you do the best dramatic readings of gossip magazines on your Snapchat. So I'm like, I remember the one time I said to you, um, I was like, oh man, Us Weekly like did me dirty. They were supposed to like interview me about my scrunchies and this rosé fest I was at. And they just kept asking me about Sean's app. And I'm like, which is great, but like ask me nothing. And you're like, eh, or no. And then I was like, but it i mean they ended up just putting me in a bathing suit in the magazine and talk about my summer body and then you're like yeah you're like three years out of a reality show and you're still in magazines like just be happy about that and i'm like wow you know what thank you you're right you're right i definitely use nice emojis i mean that sounded a little that was a little blown right there i, I think i said yeah no, i think because like you're in there with the current top like oh yeah you're right you're right right now that's yes. what i said like number one like as in right now and you're like number three on the photo to the right of her like that's so true that was my point like you're popping it doesn't matter what nobody even reads the captions only i read the captions or the people that are in the photo <laughs> that's like, so true so they're, they're you know people are, it's like oh like a bikini next you know like that's so true i never read the i never read it yeah, and I said your views on your story. All due respect, I love tabloid magazines, but the circulation numbers are not on the level of these social media stories. I know it's still my favorite thing in the world to be in a magazine, but uh, you know, social media is crazy. What do you think? Like, why do you um, do you love tabloid magazines so much? Because you kind of get them, like you you kind of understand, and you can kind of laugh with it. Well, it must be something to do with like you know, Holy Spirit, because when I was in summer school in, like, when I was max 16, I told everyone, I'm going to cover us weekly, just so you guys know that. <laughs> so I don't know if it was, like, psychic or not. So to me, it was, I think my mom always got them. So, you know, my mom would always, my mom loved them to this day. She just told me about who's on the cover of National Enquirer. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. those headlines, that's real. Yeah. That's real. So I think I just grew up with a mom that enjoyed it. So There was yeah, just so I've much of that energy universe. like being put into the universe that eventually just happened for you guys. Yeah. And now it's just so sad because I, you know, I wish 
everyone still bought them because that's my favorite thing is calling the paparazzi and getting my phone to wear the magazine. No. <laughs> I feel like I'd be so nervous if paparazzi was still following me just because I'd be like, they're going to get my bad angles. No, you just, it's, they, if you're already setting up the photos, they're not about to try to like find bad angles. Like, that's true. So excited, but, so you're better off. That's what happened. I tried to set you up with the paparazzi in class. You're like, those should have gone everywhere. You guys, you guys yeah, we dropped really the ball. Setup game. Yeah, like I try to tell you, I, I don't think you realize like how big like a photo. And it could have doubled as booth. Next time you're in choir, booth camp, uh, it, you know, it'll look like you're just doing a little promo shoot, but the paps will get it. Boom. Yeah, see, boom, we need yeah. to hire you as our manager because I feel like we just don't I, get this world. I feel like. Uh, you do. I feel like your story, pocket, you know, you've got to figure out. Sean, I keep telling him, he has it. He just, I think he's so self-aware to the point where he's yeah. like, I don't want to, you know, he knows how story comes off to like his, you know, his frequency. But it's like, yeah, but a lot of people, you know, it is entertainment and it's fun. Like people that like get, you know, yeah, it's, we film ourselves all day long. It's a little wild, but you know, my mom uses these stories and yeah. it's just a new, I tried to explain to Sean because it's just not his style. I'm like, Sean, film yourself all day long. You're a big star. <laughs> I know. Cause it can uh, be like your own, like little live footage of like your own TV show pretty much with just more views than TV shows get. Like I get what you're saying, but yeah, it's so not him though. Yeah, it's one that's and that's you can't like fake, you know, switch it over. It's, I get how it's hard, but he's come a long way. You know, yeah. every time he shares, it's like Super Bowl. I'm like, oh, he is the original <laughs> Jay. He's the original Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler <laughs> is stealing zombies. Like, oh I love. Have you seen any of Very Cutler? Yes, it's yes, so good. All uh, right. Ready for my, I'm going to DM everyone and they can ignore me, but if they're smart, he will just figure out how Caitlin Bristow fits into the Nashville click. Oh, I just got a ding sign. <laughs> season two, you join Very Cavalier. It's just like, you're, you could be like the brand ambassador that goes out and the wineries and you know, test the one. I mean, they just need to put you on that show. Do you know that I've run into her twice at the airport? Like once physically like, Oh, sorry. I'm like, Oh, are you in line? And she was like, Oh no, sorry. And then we like both, I think knew who each other. Well, I knew who she was obviously, but I was like, I think she knows who I am because like a few of her girls, um, we follow each other on social media. So I'm like, I think, and then it happened again. And I'm like, why can't we just act like we're friends? Damn it. Oh man, that's wild. That I guess if I didn't know either of you, I would be intimidated. Like you're definitely forces of nature that you know, like two Marvel, two Marvel characters rolling up in there for like. Oh my God, Spencer, you would actually <laughs> die. I had to walk by her one time um, on an airplane, and I'm like. I was so humiliated because I was in Delta Comfort and not first, and she was in first, and I had to walk by her and be like, I'll just be in Delta Comfort. <laughs> oh, oh, dang. Yeah. That's why it's like, even when I'm so broke, I'll like, be like, I'm selling some crystals. So I oh, I know. I, 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 just, 
And so once I'm people fly first, they'll understand that it's you can't go back after that because you're just like so spoiled and it's just the greatest thing of all time. But I totally get it. Um, yeah. Hey, guys, quick break for over a century. Wells Fargo has been working hard to invest in their local communities. It was and is the company's firm belief that when our communities succeed, we all succeed. Sounds like a pretty solid business plan, if you ask me. And have you seen their new commercials? I bring it up because at the end they say it's a new day at Wells Fargo. And after hearing about it and what they've done and what they're currently doing for the community, I'd say they're making every day count. So last year, their employees put in 2 million hours of volunteering, which is amazing. This year, Wells Fargo has committed to investing over a million dollars every day to local communities. They're involved with over 14,500 nonprofit organizations in local communities, impacting a huge range of needs and interests. Some of these nonprofit include the United Way, Veterans Association, Food Banks, Wells Fargo employees actually served over 400,000 meals over the holidays last year. American Indian Native American communities, the company has been involved with these communities for over 50 years now and has set up a five-year, $50 million investment plan. Affordable housing initiatives, Wells Fargo invested over $9 billion in low-income housing over the last five years. And climate improvement measures, the company is committed to providing 200 billion in sustainable financing by 2030 and with a track record of investing in communities for over 160 years it looks like things will only get better and better so it's a new day at wells fargo but it's a lot like their first day so see what's new at wellsfargo.com slash renew establish 1852 re-establish 2018 we'll be right back with more off the vine great therapy Hey guys, if you like my show, then you're going to love The First Degree with my girl Jack Van Eck and Alexis Linkletter. The host of Lady Gang teams up with her best friend slash true crime TV producer to explore stories of the craziest crimes, cults, and conspiracies imaginable with renowned crime journalist Billy Jensen and talk to the once ordinary people who were one degree away from those stories. And who knows? You may even wind up being their next guest. So check out The First Degree every Wednesday only on Podcast One. Now back to Off the Vine Grape Therapy. I also thought we could play a game. Are you are you down for a game? You are. Yeah, you are on a whole. I, I always talk about you in our podcast. The goals are to get to the level where I have a laptop and my games and my notes and my <laughs> research. I'm like, you are really on a whole other level. You should see me uh, right now. Okay. No, you should see me. I'll paint right. a picture for you. I'm uh, in my parents' basement. Um laying on a floor and with a huge glass of wine and um a microphone and my laptop and my notes and i'm like 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 76 percent drunk oh my gosh well let me paint you a picture i thought we were doing tequila instead of red wine i did i would have much rather have red uh you said I'm throwing everything Dang. off though. I'm drinking white I, wine. Like, what? Who am I? I love white wine. I, I, I think it's because it's new for me. I was always just red, red, red. But then I realized that white wine doesn't make my face like all flushed. And oh. I'm just like, okay, okay, I'll okay. go with that. Okay. Um, okay, here's my game. What's this game? Okay. <laughs> it's called, okay, I can't. I always try and take credit for funny things that Brie tells me to do, one of my best friends, but I'm giving her credit. Um, we're playing a game called Brie News or Fake News. So Brie has made up some tabloid covers and um, 
Oh, wait, that doesn't make sense. The Brie news is fake news. Wow, I'm drunk. Okay, he, let's let's call it um, <laughs> real news made up by Brie or fake news. Wow, great game, Caitlin. Great game. Okay, you get the idea though, right? I'm going to tell you the headline and you're going to tell me if it's real or fake. Uh, I'm very behind on my celebrity gossip, unfortunately, but I'll try to do my best. It's okay. It's. I hope you get things wrong. That makes the game better. Okay, ready? Is this a real headline or a um, Brie headline? Um, Fat Kim Kardashian's pregnancy is fake. I don't think anyone's claiming Kim looks pregnant right now. She is making a point that we know she's not. (laughs) So I'm going to go with Brie News. (laughs) Well, okay, wait. I I forgot to tell you that some of these aren't relevant. Oh, my gosh. they got to be I'm up to date here. Like, oh my god! I'm like, I can tell you about yesterday. I know. Okay, sorry. These are like tabloids from any time. So real news. news. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you nailed it. Okay, ready? It's royal fight. Prince Harry and Meghan argue over one hundred million dollar castle renos. Over a what? A hundred million dollar castle renovations. Dang, I hope it's true. She deserves at least that, you know. Like, I think for her, for her deleting her IG with 1.7 million followers or whatever. Is that what she had? Give me a hundred million. Yes, and I made her delete that. A hundred million dollar castle is at least on the, you know, like, times two for my IG. Um, so it sounds like Bree's trying to be funny, but I think it's real news. Oh yes, it was Bree trying to be funny. Um, Okay, I got it. But it's good. It but wait, okay. would you would you rather um, okay. go into it's royalty true. or have your like or have over a million followers on Instagram? Oh, I mean, she should have got both. I don't understand why you would marry an American actress and not let her have all social media platforms to be. She should be dropping content in her prince, uh, her duchess outfits around the palace, you know, <laughs> promoting the British amazing culture, whatever, having team trumpets. You know how many she would have more followers than Ariana Grande so fast. And then That's the palace to use that as their like platform to like push palace agenda. Uh, <laughs> the, but, yeah, royal people are so old school uh, like that. Like no, you're not allowed. I would, I would I definitely I definitely delete all social media to be Prince Pratt. Oh yeah! Oh, that sound that's got a nice ring to it, though. Or Dutch Dutch crowd? Is it a Dutch? Is there such thing as a Dutch? Not a Duchess crowd, but Heidi could be Dutch crowd. Oh, so, yeah, I she believe, would be good. But she should definitely get. A, she definitely should get a hundred million. She's the greatest thing that ever happened. So I, uh, uh, I am so that I, I agree with you. Um, okay, here's the next uh, one. Ready? And she, I love. Oh, sorry, what? I love how Canadians claim her like she's Canadian. Like no, she's not. <laughs> She's oh, like sorry. me. Like I could have been Meghan Markle. I don't even get tell Sean B. Tell play. There's. I could never be royalty. They have way too many rules for me. And if Meghan Markle could figure it out, I think that you could probably get it handled. Uh, we'll see. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm eating on a podcast. I'm, oh, oh, Spencer. Uh, what are you new? Oh, are you new? Yes, I'm sorry. Don't you I've have your own podcast? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we do it at like 11 a.m. I've never been up this late drinking <laughs> in the podcast. It feels like I'm on like some night night show. <laughs> well, you are. This is a night show. But I mean, while we're at it, we could just tell oh, people are to... We off the, are we doing... 
<laughs> this is yeah this is late night grape therapy um for oh, yeah okay. this is like the rated r version so you're allowed to well no you can't eat because i have misophonia but you can drink and you can you can just swear or do whatever you got to do but um wait what was my da- oh listen to this one this gordon ramsay's sex dwarf eaten by a badger fake news come on come on Bree. <laughs> Spencer, that was real. Wow. Yeah. Well, where, where are these headlines coming from? Are you guys on the dark web over here? I mean, I didn't do like serious research. I just Googled like ridiculous headlines and that one came up. So it could be fake. I'm just trying to play a game here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just let me play my game. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. Next, next. Okay, next one. Ready? Mickey Mouse hating Angelina, furious that Brad takes the children to Disneyland. My God, what a world we live in. Breach of fake news. And I was like, ah, help. Green news. Yes. Tell me they're not fighting at Disneyland. Okay. That's Bree news. I've got two more for you. Let's see. What's another? Okay. Engaged Bachelor in Paradise contestant's confession. I dropped and lost the Neil Lane ring in the ocean. Uh, I actually found somebody's diamond engagement ring while snorkeling in Hawaii (laughs) on a late day. What? And they they bought us champagne and everything. I was just snorkeling. I saw some little bling. So, I mean, that is real news. That happens. I, I actually saved someone's marriage, they said. Wow. Because I guess it was the second time it went missing in, like, a week of marriage. And she said, like, one more time, and it's over or whatever. No. I have the photos. I'll, I'll find the photos. Oh, so please do. Holding the bottle of champagne. Yeah, okay. Oh, my uh, gosh. Brie, sorry, Bree. That's so, that was actually Bree news, but uh, like the fact that oh, you just have a story oh to back God. up, like that, that's just too, you can't have two of those stories. That's, that's a pass. <laughs> I just got photo evidence, so. Photo <laughs> I can't call that Bree news. That's real life. Uh, that's real life. That's crazy. Um, And tell me about your show that you're doing for YouTube. Spencer Pratt will heal you. There's one more question I got. Oh. Oh, you want more? Okay. I thought we were over it. We're playing this game till the end. Oh, okay. Then I got two more for you. Ready? Oh. Okay, here's one. Again, keep in mind that these are from like any time. No, that just gave it away. Okay, whatever. Bill. Uh, God, you'd be easy to copy next to. Bill. I'm going to say this is real. real Yeah, it is. It is. Bill caught with two hookers. (laughs) <laughs> Not one, but two hookers. Bill, you dirty dog. Um, okay, are you ready Alleg- for the allegedly? Alleg- allegedly, yeah, exactly. All allegedly. Um, okay, here's the last one. Are you ready for it? I literally am excited. I know you are. Um, Maury, <laughs> how do you say it? Maury, Maury. I I don't know. Either works for me. Okay. Um, Maury Shocker, questions about the talk show host grown children arise amid allegations that he is not the father. That sounds like real boring news. <laughs> That's Bree news. <laughs> wow. This, this game is good because I, I got me. I know. Bree, which one, sorry to disrespect Bree, but which character in your amazing show on your story is Bree. Just give me a couple. Is she the one you did a live podcast with? 
Yeah, uh, I did. Yes, I did a live podcast with her. Um, she was she's been my best friend since I was little, and she also um, people have always told her that she looks like Heidi. So she's the entertaining one. <laughs> yes, she's very entertaining. Great game, Bree. Great game. <laughs> she's also the voice um, of my podcast. So, she says, "Like now, here's Caitlin for Off the Vine." That's her. Wow, what a ringer! <laughs> I know. <laughs> So I don't understand, and we've talked about it, and I don't know if this will make the podcast, maybe it gets edited out, but what? how you're not on TV right now, like, that <laughs> fascinates me, like, but I feel like you just don't, like, like, take meetings, I feel like you're testing wines in, like, amazing, beautiful places, but I feel like if you were out here taking meetings, you'd have a show so fast, I don't get that one. Yeah, you know what? I don't take meetings. I I just love um being like somewhat relevant but kind of not at the same time and I just like having a podcast and not like like I just like I really like normal, somewhat normal, like some, somewhat of a normal life. Yeah, so crazy. I want so opposite of that. Like, <laughs> I want the craziest life ever. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you've had the craziest crazy. life. I actually wanted to ask no, you. I want, no, I want crazier. Well, I mean, I feel like you're yeah, on your way yeah, back to crazy. Uh, well, I, you know, I retired in 2010 when I thought, you know, it was over. And then when you have Miracle Baby, you're like, oh, Miracle Baby needs to go to kindergarten at Crossroads. It's like $40,000. It's time to get crazy things, <laughs> rich, and just get paid for Miracle Baby in private school. I hear uh, you. So it was a new, it was a new level of like, oh, people at DJ Khaled saying this because he films himself all day long. I can film myself twice a day. I do agree to. that you deserve uh, it. Like, I do totally think that you of all people deserve to be super successful from being famous because I think you can handle it because you enjoy it and because you have the personality for it and because you have such a freaking like Heidi is like the most understanding loving greatest human of all time so it's like you guys just like you everybody knows it's already going to work no matter what it's not like you'd be putting your relationship in jeopardy like you guys just have such a good thing and you de- you deserve it you really do I swear can you have whoever edits your podcast give me that clip I want to listen to that <laughs> <laughs> make it your alarm oh Heidi will cry when she hears that but I'm not lying I'm holding all this rose no I'm you speak from the heart I know I'm, I do but it is true I literally tell Heidi I'm like who are you like that's why she's honestly, an angel I swear I've said it before I was like I really was not the type of person who's like oh I'm gonna get married so young like that wasn't my style but I was like Oh my God, this Heidi, she is from another planet, you know, so I knew that. So that's, and, and now, like, I didn't know until we had a kid, like, what level of, like, can you imagine really? I know people are like, that's so stupid. And then there's like, oh, his mom's shaming stuff, which is so insane. Like, I used to, like, I used to, like, read about it, but I didn't imagine, like, how are you sliding into my DMs? Like, like, whoever you are about, like, parents are like, I would never think to like DM or comment on like oh let or tell somebody how to be a parent like so that shows it's like insane. what deals with and she's like the best mom like I've seen it firsthand. Oh, no. She gets yelled at for uh, this is real. People are like you uh, cuddle him too much. Oh or, my, yeah, like, I can't. You let him grow up. Like he's ten months. What are you talking about? 
And then I appreciate every, <laughs> I appreciate everyone caring and stuff and not judging anyone. But like Heidi, I guess in air quotes, it would be, they would call her a attachment parent because she doesn't sleep train where the, who you know, cares whatever way. works for whoever oh, oh, like oh. if if Heidi like imagine those people that that judge her imagine they got judged like imagine Heidi was like I can't believe you sleep train they'd lose their mind oh no and, and Heidi I said stop reading comments she's like I know there's a lot of nice you I'm like yeah but the not nice people like affect you way more yeah. like you know, than these nice so if you can't like I can balance. I'm, I think to myself, like, wow, I've never typed below, like, obviously I type below your post, but, like, anybody <laughs> that I don't care about or, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, the idea of me, like, oh, let me comment on a stranger oh, that I, I know. really have nothing, you know, like, and say something negative. I've definitely probably on a superstar that I don't know before Taylor Swift blocked, you know, turned off comments. <laughs> I definitely left, like, awesome emoji, right? You know, like, <laughs> I would never go to like and be like, oh, the li- this album's not as good. Oh, oh I know. People need to and if anybody up, ever up, like same like with you both, like if anybody ever met you guys in person and hung out with you, like nobody would ever say these things to you. You guys are just like a solid couple, just solid people individually. You both have good hearts, and you both are just like unlike any two people I've ever met before. And I, and you know I'm not just saying that, but and honestly, like I I was gonna ask you, it's in my notes, but it was like way far back there. But I'm thinking of it now. How did you guys deal with all the tabloid rumors when people were saying you guys? I'm sure people said you guys were breaking up so many times. Like, how did you guys deal with it as a couple? Oh, it's so amazing that you don't know that. Like every one of those stories, I actually sold the story, the short oh. quotes to like the crime photos, like Stop. The divorce paper. Yeah. Oh my God, you guys are genius. No, until the, and I said it before, it's not like we really weren't making like millions plus in paparazzi stuff, you know, like <laughs> in that game, you know what I mean? Like you can't even comprehend. So to me, like we were so deep in like make entertainment. Yeah. Like we didn't factor in like, oh, all the people you're making entertainment for, they are very, think you are, this is real, you know, like so I, I grew up always being like, oh, these people are trying to be, you know, like, I just feel like I got it. Yeah, you and do. I thought more people thought like me, so no. Don't. And I appreciate it. And I, yeah, it's like make believe. So I like, everyone wants to play, I believe in Santa, I do too. Yep. So, you, you know, Spencer Pratt is I, Santa Claus, is what you're saying. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> I need more gifts. So I need more gifts. But uh, I just love the new culture of, like, let's self, you know, and I love it, selfies, stage. Every time I see somebody with, like, an advanced level IG photo, it's like, why is this person acting like this is a movie shoot? You know, like, when I see this stuff, I love it. I'm like, yes, okay, you were probably hating on Spidey for staging paparazzi photos. And that was just me calling, like, the the British dude. And now you're out here with like four filters, which I appreciate. I'm not judging <laughs> presets, you know, all your special cameras and your angles. And it's like, you know, it's just a new mindset. So I'm all, I love it. I, I hope everyone films themselves. And I think they should. But do you, th- do all these people that are doing that, do they make money off of that? Uh, there's definitely, I mean, depending what your views are, they're definitely going to make you a lot of money doing that stuff. So that even blows my mind even more because 
you know, I haven't even reached that level where, you know, and I film myself all day long, so I'm like, what if, how to, it's the edit. These people make, like, movies every day. These YouTubers fascinate me. Like, the commitment to, you know, just podcasting is a hard, you know, I totally feel you. You do more than one. It's not easy. It's a commitment. Like, easy. It's, oh, it's, it's it. And I know anyone listening, like, what? You just thought, but there's more to it. It's a commitment. There but is more to it. But YouTubers, that's... Yeah. Yeah, YouTubers, like, with the edits and the... Yeah. On the, like, you had to keep it hot all the time. Like, I don't know how. That's a pretty... But there are only few that make it. You know, they keep... The people that were hot five years ago, are they still hot now? Yeah. Like, no. Yeah, it is crazy. So, That's I don't what, even know any of these. Yeah, I don't I, even know who they are. I never know like how long this is going to last either. I'm like, how many like how many years are people going to listen to Off the Vine? Like, I'm just you know, I'm just the same person that I've been for however many years, and I'm just talking shit into a microphone. I don't know. Well, here's the logic: you always got to forget at this point, people if they're still invested in anything you do. It's nothing to do with like past things it's what you're currently doing people are yeah. always like at least i'm so in the present i don't like that old song from like a month ago though that's <laughs> an old song like so if people are still like, watching anything you do they're invested in you which i know why you, you know you, a movie star so you, <laughs> when you make movies it's it's easy to like you know it, i wouldn't worry everything that and it's just like keep doing feel like you've gotten insanely good with your promo like i even if you didn't want to be famous yourself, I think you could work for like a NBC and run. So, you know, like you know how to do a social media crazy. You know, Heidi and I are always talking about like, wow, her off the vine promo is like, like you have a team. It's very impressive. <laughs> well, thank you. But I'll say what's impressive is your level of commitment to your content. So I just want everybody out there to follow you on everything that you do because it really is like, I feel like it is a live reality show and you get to see so much of your guys' relationship and Miracle Baby who is just an angel and Heidi's an angel and you are just so entertaining. So tell everybody where they can find your podcast, Instagram, Twitter, um, Snapchat, everything, YouTube, go. I mean, really, the only thing I can promote knowing uh, Miracle Baby's education is FratDaddyCrystals.com. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is the only content I can bluff. I'm sorry. You're going to have to Google people if you want more than that. But well, I, that feel like, I, I feel like with. people who follow me also follow you because I get tweets and comments and everything about you all the time. But um, for the crystals, I also need more because my anxiety has been next level. So if you could just send me a few more I crystals, mean, I'll just be I'm, so happy. People will be like, do you believe in crystals for real? And the entire time I was talking to you, I'm holding the three <laughs> biggest rose quartz you could fit in your hand. And it's like, I believe I you. don't know, but I felt, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I've never, I've never in my life met someone with energy like yours. And I feel like that's the only thing that makes sense. Well, that's why I do not stop <laughs> buying crystals. <laughs> that's why Miracle Baby is going to have a great education. Oh, I always tell her I'm dead serious. I'm like, well, no matter what, his crystal collection, <laughs> his energy, his education level. might be oh, might be questionable, oh, but his his energy level yeah. will be off the charts. Oh, and I will argue with anyone because every single day I hold Miracle Baby a lot, and I always have a crystal for him to hold to my neck. I'm and he holds it the whole time. 
there's never been a baby that's oh. more like in tune with and how did I get drunker on your podcast <laughs> and you that should be illegal <laughs> No, I'm pretty drunk. No, I'm like in shock. I'm in shock right now. No, I think you just, it's you've your, seen me. Your hangover day. <laughs> yeah, but you've seen me like drink a load of tequila. You've seen me drunk. You know, I'm like not any, like I'm not crazy different. I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually pretty drunk right now. Yeah, lucky you because I'm pacing the kitchen. <laughs> um, uh, well, thank you, every, all your amazing listeners. And uh, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you and Sean B are still together, and we're going to get the wedding show, and yes. it's going to be a movie. Yes. Um, one of these companies should just, if I was like um, Callaway Golf Clubs, yeah. for instance, you're a new celebrity endorser, in my opinion, if they're smart. So I, if I was Callaway, I would pay you guys to have the wedding of your dreams, film it all, Callaway.com, you know, like one of these... It's no-brainer to me if I yeah. was one of these big, you know, so I'm going to just put that in the universe because I know if Callaway came along, I'll be at your guys' wedding and so well, you guys are going to be at our wedding no matter what, but let me just say that that's, wow. it's like, also, that's probably still not going to happen for a couple of years, but that's okay. Well, no, I'm going to be in Twitter and you at, at mentioned saying you guys are broken up if you're going to get married next week, <laughs> so... You better, you better get it together. Okay, you can be our wedding planner too. You can just do it all. I will, I will definitely guarantee the most photographer if I plan the wedding. <laughs> um, well, I can't wait to watch your um, Snapchat videos later because I feel like they're going to be lit. Oh no! I try to keep the like. I'm trying to dial down like how drunk you should get on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get bombed uh, on social media uh, tonight. No, I, I, I did it last night. I, I think about like, some of these clips. I'm like, oh, my God. You really put just like your real drunken birthday party. <laughs> on Content, you're, Spencer. You're, you're a real, no, I'm a real adult. Yeah, a real sure. adult. All right. Well, <laughs> I uh, hope to see you in the next Sean Duke app trailer. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I should just be like popped up in the background somehow. Like, I don't have to work out. Just put oh, me no. drunk in there somehow. I know, but I feel like you've been doing all these workouts. It's like you're ready for the app. Can I, just pu- can I just pump my own tires for one second? Please, this is your podcast. I was deadlifting over 100 pounds two days ago. I feel pretty good about that. <laughs> and why didn't you post it? <laughs> um, because I didn't think I could do it, and then I did, and I'm like, damn it, I should have posted that. <laughs> oh, my God. You Lesson learned. Everything. Lesson learned. I will do it next time. Film everything. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm on deck whenever they get drunk for a podcast. So I love it. Including me. I'm, I'm planning on being in L.A. next month, so let's do another one. All right. Well, I'm planning on being famous by next month, so I'll make sure. Perfect. That means downloads will be aggressive, and I like it. Tell the family well, I said yeah. hello. Love you guys. Oh, yeah, we, we already know your family. So. <laughs> All right. Talk soon. Okay, bye. Oh, uh, God, I love him so much. Uh, you guys, I hope uh, I hope we made you laugh. I hope uh, you have a better understanding. And uh, your session is now ending. Thanks for listening to Off the Vine, Grape Therapy. Tune in to hear new mini-sodes every Thursday and check out new full-length episodes every Tuesday exclusively on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts.
Who's not with OTV? Off the Vine sponsor review for this Thursday's Grape Therapy. Wells Fargo. See what's new at wellsfargo.com slash renew and Hyundai. Go to hyundai.com slash shoppers assurance for more information.